0: La, 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 hello and welcome la, back to another episode la, of big la, lash energy i'm your host Jaina marie how are you doing are you staying cozy this past week the weather did a serious 180 on us wait a second I just said us, but I don't even know where you're listening from. I looked at the stats and realized we actually have listeners all over the world. So hello to anyone who's listening from India, South Korea, Australia, London, Finland. Oh my goodness. It's actually so cool looking at the stats and seeing all those things. But anyways, I guess the point is, it's kind of ignorant of me to just assume that everybody's experiencing cold weather. But I am. So (laughs) I know it's cold out when I'm standing at the pump filling up my car and it gets to that last dollar where the gas starts going really slow. I'm always doing that little gas pump wiggle trying to stay warm while debating, do I really need this last bit of slow ass gas? Because I could be inside my car getting nice and warm right now. (laughs) Speaking of that, Someone pointed out to me a little bit ago that gas prices had gone up and it hit me. I had no idea what the price of gas was. I told her that I couldn't even remember the last time I'd looked at the number on the sign and she said, wow, Janie, you're so bougie. You don't even pay attention to the cost of gas. And I was like, no, no, it's not that. It's just for one, it doesn't really matter what the cost is. I have to pay for it so that I can get to work. And every single time I go, I get the same amount. I always pay for $60 worth of gas. So sure, when prices go up, I'm getting less for the amount of money, but I don't notice the difference because I'm always paying the same at the pump. So in other words, gas has been the exact same price for me for decades. So maybe we could consider this a little a life hack. Ignorance, Ignorance is bliss, my friends. friends. This week I wrote two episodes And I really wasn't sure which one I wanted to release first One was all about forget the boss babe propaganda I'm actually really excited about that one And the other was four things I wish men would stop doing right freaking now And it ended up being a landslide 70% of you wanted me to rant about the boys And hey, who am I to disagree? I'm just here to give the people what they want I had such a good time writing this episode Maybe it was all the espresso I had coursing through my veins But honey, I was in a mood Welcome to Big Life energy dedicated to helping you navigate life's hurdles with your head held high. We're celebrating wins, learning from our losses and laughing at ourselves along the way. <laughs> now here's your favorite hype woman Jaina Marie. Jaina
1: Marie.
0: Okay so let's get to it. Today I'm complaining about men. Yes, I'm going to be listing off four things I wish men would stop doing right freaking now. This isn't about man bashing at all. I don't wanna hate, I wanna educate. I'm sure some men have no idea how annoying some of these things are. So today, we're just gonna let them know so they can do better. Also, keep it dialed in because at the end of this episode, I'm gonna be going over some of your complaints to human resources. Side note, if you're one of the four men besides my dad who's listening and thinking, hey, that's not fair, women do annoying shit too. You're absolutely right. And one day I'll make an episode about that as well. But today is not the day. So until then, feel free to build up an online following, start a podcast and say whatever you want on there. I should also mention, this is by no means a message for ladies only. In fact, the more men who hear this, the better. I'll happily consider any man who makes it to the end of this episode one of the enlightened ones. So ladies, bust out your pitchforks and torches, grab your sharpies, it's time to make your picket signs because tonight
1: we protest.
0: Here we go. Four things that make me say, don't do it, dude. Don't do it, dude. Number one, overpromising and under-producing. Anyone who's done a lot of online dating is going to know exactly what I mean with this one. It drives me nuts when a man talks himself up in the bedroom. Some guys love to say all the things they do to you if they had the chance. Sometimes I swear that a lot of sexy talk over text can be the main reason a woman is super let down on the day you actually do the deed. For however long leading up to it, he's made all these promises, talked so much game like, I'm gonna make you come so many times, or we're gonna go all night Oh oh baby, baby I'm gonna come. Oh oh, oh. when in reality he finishes after forty-five seconds and you spend the rest of the night struggling to fall asleep because he's snoring like a Harley Davidson. If that was on the brochure, you would have never booked the excursion. (laughs) Do you watch Love is Blind? Oh my goodness. I could do an entire episode ranting about that show, but I would alienate anyone who didn't watch it. So let me just go off on a tiny little mini tangent. Okay. This season, I was cringing so hard when Andrew was talking to Nancy in the pods. Did you see this? The award for cringiest guy of the year goes to Andrew for sure. I'd give second place to Sal and his stupid ukulele from last season. This man called himself an expert in sexual kung fu. I'm sorry, what? And he said he wanted to share in transcendental sex. I was rolling my eyes so hard because Nancy seemed to be really eating it up. I looked up the definition of transcendental sex, and apparently it's when the chemistry of two people creates an almost alternate universe in which the two people see things that don't even exist. Apparently, you might see a light in the room or sparks coming off your fingers. In other words, it's an incredibly rare thing that happens because of the chemistry combination of two people, not the ability of one person on his own.
1: Uh, uh,
0: Oh, oh, Andrew, this transcendental Dental sex is amazing! Ah! Uh, 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 Andrew! Oh my god, you're glowing! You are a sexual ninja master! Ah! Uh, uh, I just came for the 73rd time! Captain Cringe was promising something he absolutely had no way of controlling. Meanwhile, he looks like the kind of guy who says his own name during sex. Am I right? I wish men knew that good sex has nothing to do with what's in your wallet, what you drive, how much gel you have in your hair, how big your dick is, your abs, your perfect teeth, your experience, or the fact that you banged that 150 year old who taught you all kinds of tricks. Honey, Honey none, none of that, that matters. matters. The key to good sex is good connection good chemistry, and a comfortable space. Those are things you can't really control, especially the chemistry part. It bothers me so much when someone you've never met says they're good in bed because sex doesn't depend on one person. It depends on the individual chemical reaction when two people come together. For example... I know for a fact that I have exes who think that I'm absolute trash in bed because I was, (laughs) but that's because I wasn't into them like that. Maybe I didn't feel a physical connection. Maybe we didn't have chemistry or maybe I didn't feel comfortable. Then there are exes who still creep me five, seven, 10 years later saying I took their soul. Hey, If you're listening, I'm sorry about that. Okay, if I knew how to give it back, trust me, I would. I personally would never claim to be good in bed. I'm fabulous and fun in an environment that feels safe and accepting with someone I'm really into. That's the fine print. End of story. Okay, okay, ladies. So now I'm going to say something, and I want you to think of the line that so many guys would say right after. I'm quite confident that you're going to get it right. Let me just set the scene. So he wants to keep talking with you, or maybe he wants to meet up, and your reason to leave or not to meet up is, sorry, I have to go to the gym. I'm sure you know what any guy would say in response to this. I swear it's the signature line found in chapter one of the How to Bro Handbook. Are you ready? Oh, I know a way you could burn some calories. Ugh. <laughs> I promise you that our sex won't be anywhere near the workout that you say it's going to be. Let's put this to rest, shall we? So I Googled how long does it take for a man to have sex? Well, there was a study done of 500 couples where the men pressed a stopwatch as soon as penetration began and then again at ejaculation for one entire month. Durations ranged from 33 seconds to 44 minutes. But the average for vaginal sex was, are you ready for this? Drumroll, please three to seven minutes,
1: exactly. Hey Google,
0: how many calories do you burn during sex?
1: According to time, sex demanded 101 calories from men, burning an average of 3.6 calories per minute.
0: 3.6 calories per minute. I'm gonna give your man the benefit of the doubt here and assume that he's on the longer side of the average. So I'm gonna give him seven minutes, okay? So by my calculations, one second. That means that you would burn a whopping 25.2 calories. So if you skipped out on the gym in exchange for a seven minute romp in the sack, honey, Feel free to indulge in half a tomato or two celery stalks because, girl, you earned it. I swear, a man who's campaigning to get you into the bedroom is like an old politician. If I get into office, I'll lower taxes, make a four-day work week mandatory, and make all malls dog friendly. Sorry, that was just my own wishful thinking. Meanwhile, they get into office, forget everything they promised, and do the exact bare minimum just to get their paycheck. Instead of talking yourself up, try saying something like, I'd love to see if we have good chemistry or... I look forward to learning all about what you like in the bedroom. Then you're acknowledging there are two people involved and you're willing to take the time to get to know her. Hey, hey, just don't do it, dude. Number two. Don't do that. Saying we should be used to having our periods. Oh, I remember the first time I heard this one. This guy said to me, You've had your period every month since you were 14. Aren't you used to it now? The quick answer to this would be, if you bled out of your asshole for an entire week out of every month, do you think you'd ever get used to that? If you knew you could be sitting in a meeting, minding your own business, then stand up and have blood all over your ass, or sneeze and it's suddenly all over your basketball shorts, or lay down for a nap and now it's leaked all over your bed sheets, could you get used to that? Not to mention, every single month is completely different. You never really know which symptoms you're going to get, and there are so many many, many symptoms. symptoms mother nature really was doing the most when it came to our menstrual cycles like the bleeding wasn't enough already you have to mix in the debilitating cramps unpredictable back pain possible headaches tender boobs breakouts not to mention the water retention did you know most women's weight goes up between 3 to 5 pounds around that time of the month because our bodies essentially become water sponges i mean with all that going on we'd already have a right to be moody but throw in the hormonal imbalances that make us extra wild well, and again you have the Nerve to ask us. Weren't you used to this by now? Oh my gosh, do you remember how much confusion there was around all of this when we were younger? I swear I still have PTSD from the fear that I was going to get it for the first time and not be ready. One of my closest friends in high school didn't have her mom in the picture, so nobody explained her period to her. So the first day she got it, she thought she was dying. Okay. This has me feeling like I need to share my coming into womanhood story. It's insanely embarrassing, but at this point. You already know everything about me, so screw it. Okay, so I used to go to Bible summer camp every year. Of course, of course, that's where I would get my first period. I wasn't at home. I didn't have my mom to ask. I was just out in the world at the mercy of the other girls in my cabin. The thing about this Bible camp was that it was on Okanagan Lake. So the majority of the day was spent at the beach and doing water sports like wakeboarding and tubing. So, of course, course i didn't know what to do since i'd be spending a big chunk of the time in my bathing suit so wearing a pad wasn't exactly ideal i mentioned my predicament to a girl in my cabin and she shrugged it off like oh it's no big deal just use one of these and throw a tampon at me cue the scary music So now this thing's been given to me. I don't have the box. I don't have the instruction manual and I don't have any experience whatsoever. All I knew was there were commercials with women jumping around, playing volleyball in the sun, frolicking in the water with the tagline, Tampax was here. I wanted to be playing in the sun too. So I figured this was the right move for me. I went into the bathroom, sat down, opened up the package and took out the tiny plastic rocket ship. I stared at it for a while and figured it was meant to go inside me. So I inserted the entire thing applicator and all. I had no idea that you were supposed to push the stick up into the middle, which would actually insert the cotton tampon inside of you. So now, imagine. I stand up and I think to myself, whoa, this feels weird. But I tried to shrug it off, thinking, maybe this is normal, and I just pushed through the day. Oh, I wish I could go back in time and help little baby Jaina. There I was, walking around camp with a super straight back, super straight legs, trying not to move too much because I've got a stick coming out of me. I'm essentially a Jaina popsicle at this point, okay? I'll never forget at dinner time everyone else sat down to eat and I was like, oh shit, now what do I do? The commercials had lied to me. There's no way anyone could play a decent game of volleyball feeling like this. Oh, so you guys sit when you eat here? Oh, oh wow. Okay. I think I'm just gonna stand. Anybody wanna stand with me? We're standing for Jesus. I know, puberty was hard on men too. But once you got used to random erections, wet dreams, and your voice finished changing, you were all set. Meanwhile, we're still out here wandering around bleeding for 25% of our lives. And keep in mind, if we decide not to have children, it was literally all for nothing. Let that sink in for a second. I want a refund. So I guess my point is... No, we will absolutely not ever get used to having our periods. So what can you do for us when we're going through it? You can keep chocolate and Mital on deck. Don't ask stupid questions. Don't chew too loud. Don't leave your socks in the wrong place. Don't leave the toilet seat up. Don't breathe and we'll be just fine. <laughs> Amen. Ha- hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just don't do that, dude. Number three. Don't do that, dude giving lame compliments picture this she has a big event coming up she decides this is it this is going to be the night she goes all in she's going to take her time she's going to do it right she wants to look like babe level 1000 she's scrolled online for outfit inspo taken screenshots sent her top options to her friends in her whatsapp group they've all discussed and debated then she purchased her favorite items waited for them to come in the mail tried them on decided that she needed to be a little less bloated before she could wear it confidently so she swears off carbs for the next two weeks and ups her cardio from 20 minutes a day to 30 she buys some lashes maybe a new lipstick does some accessory shopping washes her extensions now she's ready for game day. The afternoon of the event, she gets into the shower at around 1 p.m. because she's got a lot of work to do. Either she's already had all her hair lasered off through multiple painful and expensive appointments, or she's about to contort into all kinds of wild positions, making sure she's as smooth as a hairless cat. She does a face scrub, a deep conditioning hair mask, brushes her teeth, gets all lathered up, rinses off, then gets out of the shower. If she's as white as I am, she covers herself in spray tanner, which makes a disaster of the bathroom, but that's a concern for another day. She stands naked in the bathroom as the poop cream sets in and then she commences with her facial skincare routine on go the serums lotions under eye patches and finally the spray tan has dried so she can now wrap a towel around her and move to the next level next she sets up her makeup station in the perfect lighting if she's like me it's on a towel on the floor in front of a window despite having a giant beautifully designed vanity she could be using with her towel on she covers contours highlights defines adds glow glues lashes on stresses over getting her eyeliner just freaking right and then when she's 8 out of 10 happy with the look, she moves into the room where she's going to blow dry her hair. Now she's twisting her arms in the most unusual positions, trying to get the best volume in her hair. She puts a roller in the front, then starts curling the rest. Finally, once her hair is finished, she realizes she hates her makeup. So she goes back to the now disaster area that's on the floor and tries to figure out where she went wrong. Was it the lipstick? She wipes it off and tries something else. Then again, and again. Now she has a red ring around her mouth that she has to cover, and she decides that the first one she had on was probably the best and switches out the lashes instead. Next, she goes to the bedroom to get dressed. By remembers that this outfit is backless and she doesn't have the right bra now she's turning her bedroom upside down trying to find her body tape so she can hoist her ladies up without the straps her boobs have now become an arts and crafts project as she tapes she works about how her tan's gonna look when she peels this off at the end of the night now with her boobs wrapped up like mummies she's finally ready to get dressed she slips into the outfit then stresses over trying to reach the zipper that's exactly that one part of her back that she can't quite get to when she finally zips herself in she looks at her shoes she knows that the ones that would look the best are the least comfortable by far but she knows she's got maybe only two hours of them before her feet feel like she's walking on hot coals she convinces herself that there will be places to sit down and it's worth the risk she squishes her toes into the pumps catches one last glimpse of herself into the mirror fixes her hair a little then remembers she almost forgot her perfume she douses herself in joe malone checks one last time in the mirror and thinks there
1: There she is.
0: is finally The bad bitch is back. She can't wait to show you how she looks so you can see and appreciate what a babe she is tonight. She walks into the kitchen. You are staring at your phone, mindlessly shoving a bologna sandwich into your mouth. You hear her walk in, but that cat video you're watching on TikTok really has you captivated. She clears her throat. throat) Babe, I'm ready. You look up. She asks, so what do you think? And you say, you look nice. Nice? Nice? Nice. Nice. It's 6 p.m. She's put in almost a full day's work for this look. And all you have for her is a one syllable compliment. This is one of those moments where a woman can't help but think, OK, all right, fine. Maybe I need to take a walk around a grocery store or fill my tank up with gas so I can see some men who are going to give me some real compliments. What, what the, the hell? hell? Now, gentlemen, I'm going to help you out here from now on. We're going to count syllables like they're stars, okay? So if you give her a good, nice, fine, cute, those are all one syllables, so they count as one star. The next time you're trying to think of something to say, try to use as many syllables as possible, okay? So watch this. Lovely, fancy, nice work, gorgeous. Those are two stars. Beautiful, three stars. Incredible, four stars. Unbelievable, (coughs) five stars or how about seeing you tonight oh I'm reminded of how lucky I am I don't know what I did to deserve you but all I know is that it's rare to find a woman whose outward appearance is so perfectly matched with her beautiful heart the only thing better than standing beside you tonight is going to be knowing that when we get home I get to take it all off see how easy that is (laughs) Don't do that, okay? Number Number four, four, asking. How's a woman like you single? What's the catch? This is the question every single woman has had to answer at some point. It's the strangest mix of a compliment and a diss. The ultimate backhanded compliment, if you must. How's a woman like you single? You seem so great. You seem to have it all together. There must be something wrong with you that I don't know yet. So instead of taking the time to get to know you, I'm just going to ask, what's the catch? So that we can get to the point, you can show me your baggage, and I can decide if I'm willing to stay or not. Well, Steven, the catch is that she's got standards. She doesn't want to settle. She's waiting for someone with similar drive, focus, ambitions, someone who can confidently stand beside her and not be intimidated by her success. The catch is that she's looking for someone who inspires her, who has something to offer besides dick and someone to watch Netflix with. The catch is that she's dating amidst a hookup culture where everyone's fucking without committing, and every single dude has 327 matches on his dating app, so he's never really going to spend too much time or attention to any one woman. There's no need to court her because he's got four other dates that week and a bunch of other chicks waiting in his DMs. The catch is that she's a catch and keeps meeting goofy guys who ask stupid questions, aren't good in bed, and don't know how to man up, make a phone call, plan a nice date, or give a thoughtful compliment. The catch is maybe she's putting all her energy into other things such as reaching a career goal, finishing school, seeing the world, and she doesn't need any distractions. The catch is maybe she doesn't want to really relationship At all, she's hoping that you're going to cut the boring chit chat and get to fucking, so she can have her needs met, send you packing, and lose your number because dudes like you are a dime a dozen. And she's only met with you tonight because her friend with benefits is out of town. So, Stephen, what's the catch? <clears throat> Should I say that all again? (laughs) Oh, see, I told you. Espresso had me speaking from the gut. (laughs) On that note, I'd like to share with you some of the things my IG followers said they wish their men would stop doing. I had so many responses, but these were some of my favorites. I wish you would stop making odd chewing sounds. (laughs) I've been there, sitting beside someone just staring at him as he eats, wondering ugh, do you have to use your teeth? Do they have to touch each other? Why are they scraping the fork every damn time? Ugh, why is he swallowing so hard? I can hear it all the way down your throat. Meanwhile, Buddy's just there trying to get his daily caloric intake in. He's just trying to stay alive. I wish he would stop FaceTiming his mom while grocery shopping, asking if it's a good deal. You've gotta be kidding me. I would lose my shit if my dude did that maybe next time instead of the two of them playing the prices right virtually they could just go shopping together in person I mean why not let them do the grocery shopping together and spare yourself the headache I wish he'd stop watching porn honey I feel you on this one I have a feeling you're gonna love an upcoming series that I have in the works I promise it's gonna be a really big help for you I wish he'd stop referring to himself as daddy when we're getting our freak on. Yeah, that's an interesting one because it can be hot, but I feel like it should be something that the woman is into too. Like if you liked calling him that, it would be different. I also think it's a little cringy when men want to be called daddy, but they're actual dads. Like, are you sure you want me thinking about your kids while we're doing this? I wish he'd stop taking 30-minute shits. Man, that's not normal. You're absolutely right. It isn't normal. That's because he's not taking 30-minute shits, honey. He's taking 30-minute time out. I'm going to say this for all the men who are listening, and I know that they're saying preach. Men sit on the toilet for 30 minutes because it's a place they can have space. It's a place they can have peace. Nobody interrupts you when you're sitting on the shitter. I promise he spends two minutes taking a deuce and the other 28 minutes scrolling TikTok or playing games on his phone. I say enjoy the time you have to yourself while he's in there. I wish he'd stop being non-existent. This one's so sweet. Here you are wishing you had a man and everyone else who's messaging me has one and is complaining about their noises, their messes and the stupid things they say. Can't live with them, can't live without them, right? I guess the secret is finding someone you love so much that you're willing to live with the annoying bits and recognizing that we do things that bug them too. Well, that's it for our time. Thank you so much for pressing play today. Next week is going to be a very thought-provoking, inspirational little ditty about ignoring the boss babe propaganda. It's going to be a good one. Please don't forget to follow or subscribe, and I always appreciate reviews and five-star ratings. Most of all, if you enjoy this show as much as I love making it, could you pretty please share it with a friend? I hear every time you do, a man puts the toilet seat down. It's true. Thanks again. And until next week, please go be your most fabulous self, and don't forget to spread that badass, big, lush energy everywhere. Where
1: you go? Damn Jay, would you fit me in if you can? Damn Jana. I know you're the one with the plan. Damn Jay, there's no time to waste. Would you make damn Jay? Could you make me up right now?
0: I wish he would stop facetiming his mom while grocery shopping, asking if it's a good deal so glad you called. What are we doing? We're shopping for cashews? Oh, good. Wait, first of all, turn that camera around. Let me see that handsome face. Oh, look at you. Are you growing a mustache? Oh, that's my big boy. Okay, turn the, turn the camera back around. Let's see these cashews. Can you zoom, zoom in for mommy? Zoom, zoom in for mommy, not those ones. Yeah, those ones. Oh, yeah, no, we're going to pass because next week is dollar days at Safeway. So don't worry about it, sweetie, but thanks. Thanks for checking. Okay, love you, love you. Boy,
1: you hang up first. No, you no, you hang up first. Okay, okay, boss A fresh face, man, I can't wait to show. it. of course, you got the nice touch. Mix it with the right touch. I know going to be all right, boy. Oh girl, you're like a superhero. I know ain't nobody like ya. You know that they try to, but they don't come close. That's why I'm yelling, damn, how Would you fit me in?
0: Charlie made me do it.